people should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. I don't believe in a no-win scenario. This is the Greg Belveridge Show. Have you been following the killing of this 22-year-old nursing student, Lachan Riley? Uh, just uh, an incredibly brutal uh, murder and tragic death. Um, and then you add to that that the man who um, authorities say killed her is in the country Ill- illegally from Venezuela. So he is an illegal immigrant from Venezuela and killed brutally kills his 22-year-old Lachan Riley. And you know the legacy meaning is doing almost nothing to uh, to share her story? This, uh, this happened last week, and the legacy media has just more and more. You, you know what? The, the Associated Press, they did a story on this, on her death, and it was safety tips then for women who go out and uh, jogging. But better to jog with a friend and, you know, have a friend there and nothing about this guy being an illegal immigrant and so there are so many things that we see here that are just really really troubling to me and i want to open up the kevel hotline this morning get your thoughts on it 605-336-1320 if you'd like to join the program 605-336-1320 we have got um malpractice on the part of the Biden administration, we are seeing malpractice by the media that's refusing to report on it. And it's to the point where, honestly, I cannot voice to you my level of outrage with a lot of this stuff anymore. I just can't. I mean, I just get so... The um, I want to get to a comments that Governor Brian Kemp made. He's the uh, governor of Georgia, and he was talking about this. And he said, we just have a nightmare in this country with mass migration. And he said, this is a failure of our system on multiple levels and at multiple times. And it resulted in a young woman's death. He said, this. That is inexcusable in any absence of any real effort by the Biden administration to step up and address this crisis. As they continue to ignore the calls for meaningful policy change that governors like me have made for well over two years. And then you get, I mean, the the craziness that's out there is widespread because then you get the Georgia Democrat Senate minority leader, Gloria Butler responding to that and saying this Republican response to Riley's death is appalling. And the GOP is at fault because they killed that bill in Congress that would have toughened immigration enforcement. And she said, Our border crisis continues because Donald Trump has convinced one party that the only thing that matters is putting Donald Trump first, no matter the cost. So in other words, 
in the mind of these Georgia Democrats, her at least, it's Donald Trump's fault. That's why we're seeing this. That's why we're seeing see illegal come in, being allowed into the country. They've been here before and de- deported, came back. Um, it's This is just craziness. So I always welcome your reaction. Phone lines are open this morning, 605-336-1320. Good morning, Marty. You're on, Kello. Good morning. There is so much wrong with this story that you don't even know where to start anymore. I know what um, you mean, yes. You know, this guy was arrested in New York for child endangerment, uh, was let out on bail, could not even be held long enough for ICE to detain him, and then headed south to Georgia. The papers in Georgia, if they do mention him, only mention that he's a resident of Athens, Georgia. So, you know, we don't want to do anything to disturb the picture that he's just here for a better life. Yeah, and the the Associated Press in reporting on this story did not even mention him at all. They focused oh, on the issue yeah. of, of, of women and safety um, and, you know, you're better to go with a friend if you're going jogging, that kind of thing. She was on campus, for heaven's I sakes. Know. I know. And what would the picture look like if this had been a college student who was killed by a, quote, white supremacist? Yeah. You know, then you would have such outrage and we need gun laws and we need this and we need that because these people are dangerous. But if it's something that that goes against their version of what the facts they want them to be, then we just don't talk about it. We sweep it under the rug and we blame someone else. Yeah, and that's exactly what legacy media is doing right now, Marty. You're absolutely right. Thank you, my friend, for your call. Phone lines are open. I would love to hear from you, 605-336-1320. So this guy, this man now is facing murder charges. Uh, he's a Venezuelan citizen. Immigration authorities say unlawfully crossed into the U.S. in September of 2022. So Riley was a student at, uh, a nursing student at Augusta University. And she was found dead last Thursday after a roommate reported that she didn't return from her morning run. And she was running on campus a wooded area, but it was on campus. And the Associated Press, and their reporting on this, um, talked about the fact that um, they suggested that women carry pepper spray or a whistle, run during daylight hours, or with a friend. That's the kind of reaction that they, no mention that this guy is even in the country illegally. So I welcome your thoughts. 605-336-1320. Good morning, Bruce. You're on Kello. Good morning, Greg. I've missed you. It's good to hear from you. Yes, thank you. Uh, um, Yeah, my point was, Greg, people are complaining about the system being broke and we have to fix the system. The system's fine. It's the people in charge of the system. You know, we have laws in place that stop all of this. 
but the people in charge just don't want to, rec- you know, enforce those laws. No, that's and understood. That's, yeah, and that's causing all of this stuff. And I just, you know, these families, and it's not just this gal here, but there's been other people killed by these illegal immigrants. And, um, and the fact that Biden does not even want to mention her name or acknowledge it, you know, that's just. That's, now, the White House released a statement, and that was it. We've heard yeah, nothing yeah. from him. Instead, he's on Seth Rogen's late night having ice cream. Yeah, exactly. It's like all the stuff he does. A year later, he goes to Palestine, Ohio. You know, he just he doesn't care about the country. He cares about you know his little circle and his and that's it. The power. That's all he cares. Now, about. You mentioned that you know he's he's taking a trip to the border coming up this Thursday. Both he and Donald Trump will be down on the border. It'll be Joe Biden's first time down to the border. Uh, why do you think he's going, Bruce? Oh, oh, politics. It's all politics. You know, he's going to, I think, Brownsville, which is a place that's not very busy with crossings. Correct. So they're taking away from the major areas of major problem areas. It's all politics. If you don't wait three years to fix the problem. You know, you go, as soon as there's a problem, you go down there. You put uh, Harris in charge of it. You know, nothing. If I put an employee in charge of something, I'm following up with it see what type of job they're doing nothing it's just crickets when it comes to the border with these people and i and it's i hope people recognize this i'm kind of bearish on the country right now Well, yeah, but but one of the problems i i I, you know some of us do but one of the problems is the legacy media won't report on it the associated press is giving tips yeah if you're going to go jogging go with a friend and you know and they're not even mentioning this guy's in the country illegally Oh, I, I agree. It's, it's frustrating. And I just, you know, people got to get out of their own little cocoon and start looking out and seeing what's really happening in this world. You know, you, you see these uh, polls that Trump's ahead in economy and the border and foreign policy by double digits. But then when it comes to who's going to win the election, it's like a one or two point race. And I'm like, how can that be? How can it be so close? People got to pay attention. Yeah, and I don't know that I believe any of that. I mean, honestly, I'm so used to dismissing media. Legacy media, you cannot trust them. I just don't. I don't trust them. There are some members of the media I trust, but ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, I mean, give me a break. Bruce, thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. It's always great to talk to you. Good morning, Josh. You're on Kello. How are you, my friend? Uh, hey, Greg. I'm doing good. I don't say I can't say the same for the rest of the country, but well, I know. I guess. <laughs> uh, these are troubling uh, times that we live in. Uh, unbelievable. Yes, and so and so self, and so you're caused by us, by by the media, by the by the administration. All of it. So many of these problems. Um, as you're saying, they're not being reported on. But you know what makes us, makes the good guys, it makes the good guys stand out. Every every time I hear the people like, even the morning show on Fox News, I mean, they're just human beings, but they definitely do a good job of presenting the news as it is, as they, as best they can. And uh, they don't, uh, I mean, they're forever going to take flack from the mainstream media, but there are some very good news people out there. I love that that there are, because the fact that so many of them are corrupt 
And like you said, do not report. And just like Marty and Bruce and your callers have been saying, they're pretty much reporting how bad things are, you know, and, uh, and when it comes to the media. And this administration from day one, week one, we knew there was a disaster. And they have been covering up for them ever since. And uh, it's, it's just horrible. But at least it makes you see the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, they, you know, I wonder, I think, uh, Josh, thanks for your call. Um, I would love to hear from you, 605-336-1320. Because I think this is just a really important story in the, in the, the, the mainstream media. I think they're, they're especially, I'm just frustrated with Fox News Radio right now because they, so, they are so focused on this presidential campaign. And Nikki Haley, give me a break. Give me a break. You know, we are seeing this young woman killed this uh, by a, a Venezuelan citizen who's in the country illegally. Governor Brian Kemp talking about it and saying, you know, this is a failure of our system on multiple levels and at multiple times that resulted in her death, he says. And what's the media talking about? Election. Elections coming up. I'm just like, man, these folks can't see the forest through the trees. And I think what's happened is this, all of this election news, it's a distraction. It's a distraction to real, you know, events that are um, going on that we've got to be focused on. And it's just incredible. So Donald Trump was um, on True Social. I wanted to give you some other perspectives on this. You know, Trump said the, the horrible murder of 22-year-old Lincoln Riley at the University of Georgia should have never happened. The monster who took her life illegally entered our country in 22, uh, in 2022 and then was released again by radical Democrats in New York after injuring a child, Trump said. So then he went back to, uh, you know, what he's been saying about beginning, you know, stopping the invasion, starting the largest deportation operation in history, he said. Bill O'Reilly was talking about this. One of the sources that I follow pretty regularly is justthenews.com. And... They do a uh, a television show as well. It's just the news, no noise. And Bill O'Reilly was on the program. And they were talking about the death of Locke and Riley. And Bill O'Reilly touched on a number of things that I think are worth sharing with you. He said, you know, you've got to be careful exploiting the depth of, uh, uh, or the, and I think maybe what he said was death, exploiting the death of Locke and Riley. Uh, uh, Riley, sorry, my eyes get ahead of my mouth. And he said, you know, I was very careful with Kate Steinle 10 years ago who was killed by a migrant who had violated deportation five times 
And then he was talking about Kate's law. He said, we almost had it passed, which would have made it possible for the federal authorities to incarcerate someone, anyone, who comes back to this country after being deported for a minimum of five years. Second offense, 10 years. That would have stopped a lot of this madness that we have. And then O'Reilly said, but Mitch Mitch McConnell killed that bill single-handedly, even though most of the Republican senators were behind it. And I don't think the Democrats at that point would have opposed it. Now we have a situation where you have catch and release. This man from Venezuela came across in 2022, didn't ask for asylum, just snuck across, they caught him, and they let him go. He said, and that's the Biden policy, catch and release. So if you've got 10 million foreign nationals coming into the country, 10 of those are evil people because he says 10% of every group is evil. And he's right about that. When you look at 10 million people of those, O'Reilly saying 10% of them are evil. And, you know, you and I have talked about that previously. you got large groups like that, a portion of them. It's even, you know, in any group, a, a small number of them, portion of them are going to be bad people. O'Reilly is right. And he said, you know, that group is one out of ten are going to do bad things. So now we have these people roaming around. And he said, does Biden care about this young woman who's now dead? No. And he doesn't care about all the other people who have been hurt by his open border policy. He doesn't care. That's the theme that should be emphasized around the country. I agree with O'Reilly in that case that it's it's got to be emphasized. People have got to understand that. They've got to see what it is that's happening. We've got to be talking about it. And I'm like O'Reilly. I don't want to uh, exploit the death of this young woman. I think what some of us have tried to do is we want to illustrate, you know, you want you want to point to that and say, why is this being allowed to happen? And who's responsible for the policies that are allowing it to happen? Well, it's the guy who's having ice cream with Seth Meyers on late night. It's just that easy. Good morning, Sean. You're on, Kello. Good morning, Greg. I I weep for her family. I it just breaks my heart. Yeah. Because it is just the latest example of what's happening as a result of this invasion of our country. And this invasion is being allowed and all for the sake of power. It and it doesn't matter it obviously doesn't matter who it hurts or how often as long as the people in power get to keep their power. That's all they're concerned about, and it and this is and this is what happens, and it is absolutely heartbreaking, and it, it is disgusting and and aggravating, and we need to, again, as you just said, ask why is this being allowed to happen? Who is ultimately responsible for allowing this to happen? And it goes, it goes back to Washington D.C., the Biden administration. I 
I will hold Joe responsible because he's in the office, but it's the people behind Joe that are more responsible. Yeah, well, office. and it's a whole administration. And then as far oh, as what's absolutely. going on with the legacy media not reporting on that story accurately oh. so people understand what's happening. That's that's so ridiculous. They are they are so lost in their narrative that they can't even recognize a crime when it happens, and they refuse to report the reasons for this crime. Yeah, because they're this. Oh, and make no mistake, they recognize it. They oh, they recognize it. That's why they're trying to bury it. Yeah, that's and that's that's the sad reality, and that's I mean that's another reason to ask. Why is that being allowed to happen? And again, it all ties together. And it just, it is so frustrating when they, like I said, they know the truth and they refuse to report the truth. John, great words. Thank you, my friend, for the call. Very much appreciate it. All right. I promised you we jump into a couple of your emails. Email. We get email. We get your email every day. We were talking about the death of this Georgia nursing student, just a horribly tragic death. And Russ sent me an email. He said, you know, the immigrant thing kills me. I remember the news about Molly Tibbetts in Iowa a few years back and that tragedy. Then just last December, uh, Lisbeth Medina, who was a high school senior, yeah, it's it's really troubling, isn't it, buddy? It's, wow, shocking to me. And Crystal sent me an email as well. She said, for years, the legacy media has been able to spread lies in order to further their agenda. They're like the cruise director on the Titanic trying to get together a game of cards, all while the lower decks were filling with water. They've been able to rely on the ignorance of the masses, saying, yep, this is all fine, nothing to see here. I think of Frank Drebin and <laughs> was it uh, Naked Gun, that exploding fireworks factories out. Nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, but she says, unfortunately, we have reached a point where things are so out of control that even the most checked out person is starting to see how bad things are. The blood of that uh, sweet young woman is on the hands of the current White House resident and is complicit media allies. And she said, I'm so angry. People need to wake up. Crystal, I know that feeling. I mean, I got, it's, it's, I've got to restrain my anger at times because I'm trying to share this stuff. I don't, I don't want to be raging all of, all of the time. Um. But it's hard not to be angry at this. It's uh, it's just absolutely incredible. So I appreciate the emails. You can email me, too, anytime. Greg.Belfridge at KELO.com. That's my email address. Greg.Belfridge at KELO.com. If you'd like to send me um, an email. Anytime. Email's always open to you. So the president doing the Seth Meyers late uh, late night show last night, and what does the president do? He doesn't talk about any of these issues. He wants to degrade Trump. He wants to denigrate Trump. 
And he said, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't remember his wife's name. And the crowd's laughing. You know, they ought to show the video of Joe Biden not knowing which way is off the stage, having to be led by his wife. How many times have we seen that? Moving in the wrong direction. Doesn't know where he's going. And then he said, number two, it's about how old your ideas are. And he's talking about Trump now. He said, look, this is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us, you know, back on Roe versus Wade. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues that are 50, 60 years. They've been solid American positions, he said. And the president's actually right about something there. and It's worth addressing with you. When he says um, these are 50, 60 years that they've been solid American positions. I disagree with the way he phrased that. No, they have been solid leftist positions, not solid American positions. Yeah, one of the one of the things I reject is, and Joe Biden does this all the time, that his ideas are America's ideas. No, no, I would never present to you that my ideas are America's ideas. No matter how popular the show was, I would never say everybody in America agrees with me. No, man, the 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 divisions right now are just too. But he's right. The what we have seen is incredible, I will say leftist, liberal control on these issues for the last 50 to 60 years. So what's changed? What's changed? It wasn't Donald Trump. It was, it was Donald Trump's appointments to the U.S. Supreme Court. It was the U.S. Supreme Court that started to change what's going on in the country. And it was the U.S. Supreme Court that overturned decisions that they had arrived at previously, liberal Supreme Court had arrived at previously that was completely erroneous and said, we're going to turn this issue back to the states. We're going to leave it up to, uh, to states to make the decision as to what to do on the issue of life, and that's what they did. And the left has acted like the world is crumbling. Their world is. Your world is more secure than it's been in a long time because of some of these decisions by the U.S. Supreme Court. So Donald Trump wants to take you back. What they... You know what he, what it is they miss is they miss the that liberal control that they enjoyed under previous courts and the current makeup of the U.S. Supreme Court has rolled that back. Not Donald Trump who rolled it back. The U.S. Supreme Court did. Now, Donald Trump selected some of the jurors that are that we have on the U.S. Supreme Court, admittedly. But Trump didn't do it himself. The Supreme Court did it. The U.S. Supreme Court did. Um, 
but he's right. And this is, you watch these people on the left, they are frothing at the mouth. Hold on, my headphones are all. My headphones get sideways sometimes. Let's see if that helps. Okay. The uh, the left in this country they just they just go absolutely nuts because what had happened is they had gotten used to having their way. They're not getting their way on the U.S. Supreme Court right now. That's why we see things like all of these plans. Then we got to change the makeup of the court. We've got to have more justices on the court. We have and what you see Democrats doing is. They don't ever want to lose power. They want to create a country in which they can never lose power. That's why Joe Biden basically abolished the border, allowing anybody into the country, because those people they believe are going to vote for them. Um, the They want to stack, uh, stack the court, so they want to add more seats to the court so that you can never have another, um, have so many seats, just water the court down like we've watered everything else down, so that you continue to have liberals on the court. In other words, they want to continue to try to dismantle America. So when Joe Joe Biden says, you know, these have been solid American positions, no, no, they have, they've been they've been solid Democrat positions. Been solid Democrat positions. Democrat does not equate necessarily to uh, to American any more than I would say Republican does right now. There's deep division in our country right now. So he was while on the Seth Meyers program. You know, the big headline is he denigrating Trump, going after Trump, and it's Trump who's doing this. And it's not about how old you are. It's about how old your ideas are. No, Joe, it's in this case, it's about how old you are. So then um, they were also enjoying ice cream He, he after this interview. He's enjoying ice cream then with Seth Meyers. And reporters are there. And the conversation turned to the ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. This is the only actual news coming out of this whole Seth Meyers visit to Late Show. And there's no news that was made on the Late Show. It was actually after when they're having ice cream, somebody asked about a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. And when might we see that ceasefire begin? And the president said, uh, the end of the weekend, he said, at least my national security advisor tells me that we're close, we're close, it's not done yet, and my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. So it's just crazy. Hey, if you want to see more reporting on the legacy media reporting on this, the New York Post editorial board responded to this in detail in a piece this morning, and they said uh, the headline is Legacy Media Shields Lock and Riley's Alleged Killer and His Enabler, Joe Biden. 
And so they go on to talk about uh, the Associated Press failed to mention in their report on her murder that the suspected killer had crossed the U.S. border illegally. They never even mentioned it in the story. Instead, their focus was on the fears of solo female athletes. And so then they cited recommendations that female runners carry pepper spray or a a whistle or run during daylight hours uh, or with a friend. So in other words, they don't even mention it and come right up to the edge than blaming the victim. I mean, well, run during daylight hours, run with a friend. That kind of, so they're, they're right on the edge of blaming the victim. How many times have we seen the media do this? New York Post says NBC, meanwhile, buried the inconvenient detail of uh, this man, uh, Iberas, his last name, um, being an illegal immigrant way down in the 37th paragraph of a story on Sunday. 37th paragraph. And they said, try to imagine clearer examples of left-leaning media outlets carrying water for Joe Biden over his open-door policies. And don't forget to brace yourself for the inevitable wave of pro-Ibera think pieces sure to get, you know, published by progressive outlets later this week. Yeah, it's crazy. And this guy, he was grabbed by ICE and then cut loose, then bust along with his wife, um, and her her son or her kid to New York City. There they were enjoying uh, life on the you know on the dime of the taxpayers. Did he did work worked illegally in food delivery, and this story just goes on. So he crossed the border total impunity. Kept breaking the law with the same impunity, they say. And now you've got this young nursing student who's been very brutally murdered. Her her skull was crushed. Um, And now he winds up in custody and again, but you never know because of the media. The media is not. Media is not providing those details. They're a joke. Legacy media is an absolute. I mean, seriously, they are so in the tank. And I've said this before. You go back and you watch what happened in Nazi Germany under Hitler's time, and the German people, and you, you know, we look at that and we go. How in the hell did the German people ever allow this to transpire, right? How in the world did they ever allow this to happen? You got the same thing going on in this country right now. The very same thing. Where you've got Americans who stand by and allow this kind of thing to go on and 
Instead, they're more engaged on TikTok and the latest TikTok challenge. And what? G- give me a break. Engaged in celebrity worship in this country? It's just crazy. So I think there are a lot of Americans who are absolutely blind to what we see happening um, going on in the country right now. So Donald Trump had responded to this again on True Social. He said, Crooked Joe's border invasion is destroying our country, killing our citizens. He said, this was yesterday on True Social. He said, the horrible murder of 22-year-old Lakin Riley at the University of Georgia should have never happened. No, it shouldn't have. And Trump then closed by saying, may God bless Lakin Riley and her family. Our prayers are with you. Yeah, our prayers are. Absolutely. What a terrible time for them and what they must be going through. And then to further build on that, the media, you know, can you imagine that? That then the media on top of this horrible, horrific murder, the media failing to report on it, just adding, oh, it's just crazy. So I don't know that, I mean, seriously, there are, there just are not more stories in my mind, um, more important than on the national stage, certainly, um, because it affects all of us. It affects all of us in every state. It affects every American. It's one of those stories that I think touches all of our lives. The I want to touch on at least a, a, a few few other stories. We've got to talk about yesterday also. And we'll get to this, I think, later this week. The Supreme Court yesterday expressed some concerns on Monday about states that are putting laws in place regarding social media content moderation. Florida and Texas are two of the states that have done that. And it's a challenge then to social media companies like X and Facebook, the there are arguments that are going on in in regard to this, and honestly, I'd like a little bit of time to take a take a look at it and and where we're at because you know you you don't want to restrict what people can say absolutely. Um, one, one of the problems I think with, uh, content moderation is that conservatives have been singled out. And so there's an effort here to restore some kind of fairness. It's conservatives who have been targeted. Nobody else. Leftists, liberals, they have not been targeted at all. Not by social media companies, surely not by Facebook. Uh, neither have they been by X because, you know, X under Elon Musk, he's a free speech absolutist. So unless people are out there specifically, you know, um, 
making threats. They're uh, they're not being targeted at all. So, so I want a little more time to delve into this, and it, it's worth talking about. I think it's one of the other big stories this morning: the Supreme Court taking up the issue, Florida and Texas, and what they have done. Uh, the Florida law would block a social media platform from engaging in censoring, prioritizing, or shadow banning based on content, would also prevent willfully deplatforming a candidate for public office. Um, so the U.S. Supreme Court's taking up these issues. And I think it is uh, is worth discussing. And then just finally, I don't know if you caught this or not, there was a story at the Daily Caller about Governor Christy Noem that she was meeting with Donald Trump in Florida on the uh, Mar-a-Lago estate, Palm Beach, Florida. And this was yesterday. So she was there yesterday meeting with Trump. What they met about, I don't know. It's not being reported. There's a lot of the speculation is because Donald Trump had mentioned her name on his short list of VP candidates. Is she there talking to Donald Trump about potentially being his vice presidential running mate? Well, we'll have to wait and see. But that story was reported on by the uh, the Daily Caller that she met with, with Donald Trump yesterday. 